Hi ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. This week we're going to be talking about whether learning a tech skill is truly worth your time and what the benefits could be long term. My gosh, it's already April. February was two months ago. How crazy is that? And then insert speaking on times. But yeah, like it's been it's been a while since we just thought we could come back. But before we come back we need to introduce ourselves. My name is Oyin and I am the CEO and co-founder of Neo Enterprise. Um, and I'm half of the Wake Up Podcast. Yes, I love that. That bow sounds sweet. <laughs> um, and I am Lao Lu. I am one half of the Woke Up Podcast, co-founder of Neo Enterprise, and also uh, CMO. So we work. You very- are welcome. Yes, we work You're very well-, well together, don't we? Yeah, we do. We do. We do. You're welcome to the World Cup podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Laudy, what are we talking about today, fam? Okay. So, we have quite a few things to catch up on. Um, one of those things is we need to give you a quick update because, I mean, it's been two months. Where did we go after our event? Why did it seem like we went ghost? So... We're going to talk about that. And we're also looking at starting a career in tech. Is it useful or not? Is it the right time to do that or not? Um, I mean. So we're going to try and not keep it uh, long. But you know how these things go. We love to talk to you guys and you love talking back. So, yes. Where have you been, Oyen? Where have I been? I mean, to be fair, to be fair as well, we've actually kind of, you know, we've been officially off this for since November. <laughs> if we're being realistic with ourselves, it was beyond hair that gave us the excuse to release another podcast. Um, <laughs> so, so it's even been me, half a year. Yeah, for six months. That is wild. Six months of just like that has just gone by us. Wow. Crazy. Um. Yeah, it's it's my. I mean, where I've been, I think where where I've been, I've been just busy running a company, doing a master's, um, and um, being there for my family. It's to, in being honest and transparent. It's not you know those six months were very testing times. I don't I don't want to say it was the worst six months of my life because actually. I really strongly believe to you know in this you know in the saying that we should count it all joy when we go through all trials and tribulations. So actually, as much as those were not, those months were not the best times for me personally, um, they actually have shaped me to where I am today. It's shaped my resilience, my patience, and it's also shaped my perseverance. And actually, that you know that's that time between November and you know February or March or whatever. You know, um, those times were actually shaping my identity and shaping my resilience as a, not just a businesswoman, but as a human being. But yeah, that's what I've been. Lovely, where have you been? Where have I been? Where have I not been? I've been everywhere. Um, I like to say that I've been catching flights and not feelings, whatever. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. But you want to catch feelings there at some point, right? At you? some point, yes. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> yes. Make intercession on the behalf of the saints. <laughs> um, <laughs> where have I been? Well, I have been. I mean, running the business with you is it has mm-hmm. been an interesting, an interesting couple of months. I think, especially leading up to the event, even post event, it was very trying season, um, in different ways because you know we're friends, but we're also business partners. So there are things that we had to work through with the business, things that like failures that we had to get through. Um, we had a lot of major wins as well, but we also, you know we had a lot going on in our personal lives too. So mm. um, just walking through that was interesting, but I can actually say that it's been really fruitful. Absolutely. And it's been really, really fruitful. And, you know, people always say that pressure makes diamonds. Mm. Um, and I think that if I'm learning anything on this journey called life, it's that, when pressure and hard things happen, we lean into those and we don't mm. retreat. And I think the only way we can have joy about those things is if we lean into them, if we embrace them, we go through the experience. Then we have we have a weird kind of gratitude that comes out of it. Um, mm. So, yeah, I've been doing life been running business with you. I've also been working um work 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 but yeah i feel like we've just been adulting haven't we just doing life i don't i don't feel like i'm adulting fully yet because i'm still living at home and um <laughs> so it i don't really feel like fully i mean people will tell me that people that know me will tell me to just keep my mouth shut because you know kind of things i'm doing i'm actually adulting but I don't feel like I'm adulting. I think I'll feel like I'm adulting if I'm actually paying a mortgage and all of that <laughs> stuff. But I'm not. I'm I'm still in my mom's house, living rent free. Um, I'm really grateful for that. Um, <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> trust me, I'm really grateful for that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, it's you know those times that we've well, the time the, over the last six months has been testing. But before we kind of move on to like obviously our topic. Um, you know, what would you say, you know, were, were the, um, was, was the key lesson for you in that time? And, you know, and what are you going to take into the, I don't want to say season because I feel like it's just um, very Please theatrical, go. the word season. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, into the next phase of life. Mm. What did I learn? I think I learned that actually primarily i'm very i'm quite self-centered not necessarily like okay well you can never not be self-centered in a negative way but i think that i am um i for and obviously we're christians so for a long time i think my perspective has always been about how everything suits or does not suit me but then in doing that I failed to see like the bigger picture and mm-hmm. um if I've learned anything is that I actually need to look beyond what's just in front of me mm. and so when I look beyond what's in front of me I'm reminded of one 
God and his sovereignty to the fact that actually vision or the manifestation of vision is is uh, the fruit of decisions that we do and do not make. And so when I look at what's in front of me and what I'm tempted to do or what I would like to do versus what I should be doing, etc., I realise that, oh, actually, this isn't just about me. This isn't just about me and my little world or me and my family and mine. This is bigger than me. And so because of that, I think a lot of perspective has has come and I'm actually seeing how I play a part in a much bigger picture of transformation for black women, for women who are just like me, some of them not like me, um, and in the world in general towards um, removing poverty, removing the barriers that keep people from fulfilling their purpose or like their calling in a sense so yeah that's That's powerful that's really powerful um the reason why it's powerful is because very vulnerable and so real um it's so real and also it has the ability to kind of empower people and teach people from your experience um from my my point of view i think one of the things I've learned the most, it's almost the opposite of you. <laughs> Put myself first. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so yeah, my, mine is I need to put my, let my, learn to put myself first because actually when you're selfishly selfless, mm, that's a good word. Mm. When you're selfishly selfless, you know, fat. Um, you can actually give more. There's more inside of, of, of you that, that the world has to offer. But when you're not well, you know, the world can't, you know, I had to put a halt in on certain things for me to kind of get the right perspective and to really check the reason why I was doing, because I felt like, you know, um, I was losing my, no, I was not, I was losing my why, because your why stays with you, yeah. you know, even, even in your downtimes, but I, I felt like I was losing the focus off my why. Mm. Um, and actually the reason why I was do I was that is because I was frustrated. I was tired, uh, um, you know, um I you know for lack of a better word you know I was confused you know so these things that you know so I had to like literally take press the pause button and I'm actually as much as you know COVID-19 is not the best for our um, for our economy neither is it good for actually social like our lives mm. you know, I'm not really happy that people are dying here and there but actually it was yeah. it was a good opportunity for me to actually just pause and to really really mm-hmm. think about everything that I'm involved in what I, you know, what I'm doing, um, you know, and actually, you know, what I need to put a, a halt to and a stop to. And I really just kind yeah. of um, try to, you know, um, you know, put my mental health first and put me first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, you know, that's essentially, you know, one of the things for me. And I think as I, as I realized, I, I realized that actually my knowing my heart should be my knowing my mouth. Um, wow. you know That's it good. shouldn't really you know it shouldn't really it shouldn't really be a mismatch um because out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so um yeah I, I shouldn't really put a stop to that um so so yeah um those 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 are the major things that i have learned um and also just you know as much as i said it's opposite to you similar to you i think i have a renewed perspective of, of how to see things and um 
how to address challenging situations and um and learning like really simple well what sounds like simple principles but a lot of people don't can't you know grasp them I'm learning to use those simple principles in my life. So what type of simple principles am I talking about? Things like joy, you know, yeah. we think that joy is, 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 is um, hedonistic happiness um, that we get from things or situations or mm. achievements, but joy should be something that's constant um, irregardless of what might be going on around you. Now you may think this is crazy. If someone's getting you know getting killed why are you going to be joyful about that i'm not joyful about the person getting killed but i'm joyful at the result um well i don't want to i'm, I'm not joyful i'm you know, naturally no one will be joyful about anybody getting killed in fact we'll mourn but actually yeah. I'm, jo- I'm joyful about their life they you know they might have lived you know i'm joyful right. about um the outcome of of the trials or, or tribulations that i've gone through um and you know and how that will shape me as a person so yeah that's what yeah. I've learned. definitely I can see do you know what I can see what you've learned even in I don't see them as opposites for some reason like I feel I feel like I say like a lot but what I see in what you've said is actually how um there's a macro scale and a and a micro scale on a micro scale it's actually so important to mm-hmm. be selflessly selfish mm. otherwise actually the macro perspective that you should have about things being beyond you being bigger than you your why being not just about you but people who are impacted by it mm. can't actually be manifested without those two working in tandem so mm. I actually, it's so funny how those things actually work together um so let's mm-hmm. talk about this Technology. What do you <laughs> what it is? Oh, what, it is. <laughs> what and also is it something everybody should be rushing into? Right now it we're currently in a lockdown during coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um lots of people are like if you can't don't come out of this quarantine without a new skill or blah mm. blah blah. Did you even use your time well? And so people feel pressure to go and learn a new skill. Yeah whether that be forex trading whether that's coding whether that's software development people are are scratching around for new Mm. skills tech happens to be the buzzword right now it's uh, it's popping tech industry is popping it has been for years but it's it's popping for the black community specifically Mm. because it's not diverse Mm. quite in that Mm -hmm. industry so in your opinion tech is it worth investing into as a business as an individual trying to change your career blah 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 go okay <laughs> I, I mean we have to think about what is technology um te- for me the, the basic understanding of technology if you ask someone in the in the in, you know in the 19th century what is technology i don't think the definition of technology for someone in the 19th century should be massively different from someone in the 21st century the reason why i say that is that sometimes we think as technology as um you know um computers and you know artificial things that can try and do human human you know that can try to perform human behaviors you know we we start to think tech as that or 
you know, artificial t- computers that can um, solve problems for humans. But actually, simply, what is technology to me? Technology is just advancement and innovation. 100%. It's a tool to advance and to innovate something. Uh, and it should not be it should not be seen as anything but a tool. It should not should, should not be seen as anything but a tool. Now, when technology starts to take autonomy over human beings, then we're actually starting to say that technology is equal to us. Now, the, why am I why am I saying this? You know, what does this link with what your your point is? Um, the reason why I believe a lot of people are rushing into oh let's do it let's learn tech or whatever. Um, it's because actually people believe that it's going to take autonomy over human beings. And the danger mm. of that is that it's going to cause a disconnectivity between human be- humans. And actually it's going to be, a, it is, you know, they, they were right. They will be, oh, I can't even get my English out right. They will become, <laughs> technology will rise, you know, o- over human beings if we keep treating it, you know, like something so high and mighty. Right. You know, it should just be about connectivity of people with technology being used as a tool. That's what I, I think technology should be. Um, now, when we begin to put technology above humans, then we've, we fall into a problem. Um, you know, so, you know, that's my definition of technology. I don't know what yours is. Okay, my definition of technology is actually kind of similar. I see technology as really a new way to achieve an Mm -hmm. end goal. You know, whether that is electronic, Mm -hmm. um, because back in the day, you know, people used to use those roller things to dry their clothes. Now you have a dryer that happens to be electronic but the first version of a dryer was still yeah. technology um, it was just manual powered mm. is that a word yeah like it was it was just manually powered it used human mm. energy to mm. power it now we have electronics which means that technology is a lot mm. faster and it can achieve things a lot quicker than usual so for me it's just a new it's a new way of achieving an Mm. outcome now do i think everybody should be getting into technology hmm well we can look at this in two ways the first thing i think of is the fact that if i'm digging in my back garden and i find tons and tons hundreds of millions of tons of gold Mm. Should I tell other people that I found gold in my back garden? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's no, one, there's no way I'm going to dig it all out by myself. Mm. Two, this could be an opportunity for other people to be able to make their lives better. Um, So, yes. Depends if you're greedy or not. If you're greedy, you won't tell anyone. (laughs) Right. So, on one level, I... I would argue that should people be getting into tech? Yes, because it's it's an industry that is not very diverse. And ultimately, if we're not, especially as black people, now there's um there is a, I believe she's a data scientist. I might be wrong. Soft, um, is this the person that earns 210k a year? 
No, I was gonna say X. From oh Google. yeah, um, I believe she's um she's a she basically she's she's not data science. She's she's basically an ethical artificial intelligence somebody. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she said in in one of her she did mm-hmm. a webinar um, for the the global eco startup global startup ecosystem. Yeah, that. <laughs> so she said she said how the reality is that when companies are building technology to identify people or to help people as a service most of the time these people building this technology are white so they don't think about the other groups of people that might need to use those kind of systems an example is if if my mum uses her thick Nigerian accent let's say she doesn't Britishize Uh herself she uses her thick Nigerian accent that she would probably use to speak to family members back home if she calls her HMRC that voice recognition system is not going to understand Mm. her. Why is that? Because someone behind that technology has designed it so that it only identifies a certain Mm. tone, a certain accent. So one of my reasons for believing that especially black people, especially women should get into tech is because if we're not there in the room, influencing the, the sort of technology that's being made, how useful is it to us? Mm. Yeah. Questionable. Secondly, this is a billion dollar industry. Huh. Of course you should get invested. I'm sure it's even more than a billion dollar <laughs> fan, but you know. Trillions, even because data is data is a trillion dollar um, industry alone. So yeah, I'm probably quoting that wrong. It is probably in the trillions, but I just think there's room for everyone. It's like saying, should I should I become a singer because Beyonce and everyone else can sing? Of course you should. If you can sing, sing. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's just my thoughts. What about you? you? Know, I um, you know, from earlier I was I was essentially defining what technology is, but. Um, you know, if I go back to like my definition as technology being a tool, um, you know, back in the day or even till now, you know, everybody, you know, in my in, in Nigeria or because I'm Nigerian, so I'll, I'll always I'll often give reference to Nigeria. Everyone knew how to use um, an axe or a hoe to 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 um, you know, or cutlass to um to tend their garden. Or now mm. everyone now knows that should now to use a lawnmower to tend their garden, um, mm. you know, and those are tools, right? Those are tools to achieve a, a, a purpose. Um, so actually, yes, I do think the people that need to use those tools should know how to use those tools. And who are those people that, that need to use those tools? The people that have problems to solve. <laughs> so right now, if my garden fall. My problem is that my garden is full and I want to be able to cut cut the garden. So I'm going to get my lawnmower. I can, you know, wind it up or whatever and switch it on and start lo- mowing the lawn. Um, but if I don't know how to mow, um, you know, use my lawnmower, I'm not going to be able to cut my garden. I'm not going to be able to solve that problem. The problem may be looking at brightly in my face, but I can't solve that problem. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, if you feel like you have a, a problem, to solve and you know you see this problem all the time 
you know, we spoke about vision in one of our episodes. I really encourage you to go back and listen to that because actually that that speaks to you about, you know, um, problem solving and stuff. If you see that problem, um, then why not take the tool to solve that problem, which is technology? Um, you know, um, and, and you know, in this in tech in this case, it could be software. You know, it could be it could be hardware. It could it could be anything. You know, to solve to solve that problem. Now, the problem I think the mm-hmm. challenge that we have now, you know, back to your point earlier on, is that a lot of people are saying, "Oh, you know, I want to." Um, you, know, you, know, you, know, you should be learning how to code. You should be learning a new skill. Blah blah blah. And it's that pressure on people. And actually, people are actually coming out of themselves and looking at the pressure that society or other people are putting on them rather than looking at what is the problem that they see. And the problem that you see is ingrained in your purpose and and the vision that you have. Now, as we spoke about in our vision episode, when when you get distracted from your vision, you start to see yourself dabbling in everything. Now, in, in technology, in, te- in the tech space, I don't know, I'm not a tech person per se, but there is a lot of roles in, in the tech space. There's, there's plenty, plenty, plenty. From UX, yes. UI designer to product managers, to product, you know, to software engineers, to, um, to developers. It's just, it's, it's just a massive range. But actually, yes, you know, those roles are there because those roles are solutions to solving a problem. Now, if you don't know your purpose mm-hmm. and you don't know, you've not researched well or really, really studied your purpose or studied, you know, what you're trying to do, then you find yourself kind of being thrown by the wind of, of society and, and just, you know, learning a, a skill that you actually just, you know, actually care about. Um, like, for example, for me, um, I'm learning how to code right now. Um and the, the way I'm taking, the reason why I'm learning how to code is for two things. Number one, as a hobby, you know, I just want to, I'm trying to find new hobbies because I don't, I feel like I've lost a lot of my hobbies. I don't have many hobbies anymore because I've turned most of my hobbies into work. So I'm trying to find new hobbies, you know, <laughs> um, you know, trying to find new hobbies. And I'm also, you know, also trying to learn about coding because we are building a tech company. And although I'm not necessarily going to be the person who codes, I might start off being the person who codes for a short term, but I'm not, I, I want to be able to know the basics so that I can help lead the person that, 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 you know, that will be coding as well as understand what's going on, you know, be able to contribute to the conversation. So that's my, that's the why. So when we're going into learning those new skills, let's not forget our why. If you ask yourself, why am I doing this? And it boils down to it's because everyone's telling me to do it and you should probably stop doing it. So, yeah. Mm, completely, completely. That's actually a really good point because I think the way I interpreted that, you know, that trendy message that everyone was posting for a while was, you know, if you're not being productive in this season, then you're not, you know, you don't want it, want, you don't want it enough. The way I interpreted it was the reality is, if you know in this season you should be studying or working on something, then do it. If you know that actually, I mean, there's always something to work on, but if you know that actually I just need to read more, I need to just, you know, live slow. Mm. Um, 
just relax a bit then do that I don't it shouldn't just be about you know what everyone is quacking on about because as you said if you lose your why you can be tossed to and fro and actually end up quite frustrated by the outcomes um another point that I was thinking about while you were speaking was you know my dad was an IT consultant Mm -hmm. for years and he still doubles it in that industry here and there and if I've learned anything from just eavesdropping on his conversations with his friends and things like that (laughs) um, is the reality that this industry has always been oversaturated Mm. with individuals who are trying to learn new skills and you know it's a well-paying industry but my dad was talking about competition in this industry five ten years ago so competition is not a sign that you shouldn't introduce yourself to an industry Um, and so if if you're listening to us and you know that you don't fit into the first category just remember that you know all while if everybody's telling you to get into it and you know you shouldn't have any business with it then yeah you should probably stay out but if you're on the other side of the coin where you're intimidated by the amount of um competition that there is and the amount of uh the amount of interest that people have in this this industry don't be intimidated by that because there's space for absolutely everyone. and also when when we think about you know what when you when i look at competition from an economic standpoint you know the regulators of compet of competition find excuse me find competition as as a good thing they see it as a mm. as a really positive thing. Why do they see it as a positive thing? Because they care about the consumer, the person that has the problem. And they care about that problem mm. being solved. If you feel like you've got a got value to add, regardless of the competition, it doesn't matter. So for example, and it could be a tiny bit, it could be a niche, you know, it could be okay, um, you know, I'm seeing right now that there might be a, you know, a lot of black networking events or, or whatnot, but I'm not seeing a lot, uh, a lot of black networking events that cater, you know, just on this topic, that cater to um, black women in tech and specifically black women mm-hmm. coders. I don't mm-hmm. see a lot of that. So guess what? I want to create something around that, you know. So what's the, and what's the value that you're adding and how do you contribute? And also, when you're getting, a, when, when you're actually working on the staff, you should be getting excited about the solution that it's going to bring, the end product, and not necessarily the money, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. The money is yeah. just, you know, a tool to kind of get get us there, but yeah. Completely, completely. Don't take your eyes off the Absolutely. price. Absolutely. But I've, the focus should be the impact and the influence rather than just the price mm-hmm. tag, I mm-hmm. guess, if that's how we can throw it. So, yeah, since we're talking about black women mm-hmm. in tech, decided to drop things a bit. Let's tell these people, our, our family inside the app, what new things we happen to be working on at a time such as this you guys take it away <laughs> you guys probably think these people are always working on something new but we yet to see <laughs> a lot of them. um but you know what it's it's you know neo enterprise who we are we are a company 
a multifaceted organization that economically empowers black women that's what we do you know and what that you know what the our business model helps us to have is to have multi multi organizations within our organization so exciting news because that's because that's our mission and that's what we're about we're actually starting a coding boot camp in in partnership with um coding black females we've been working super hard with coding black females over the last two three months now actually putting together um you know the content for the coding boot camp and this boot camp has been sponsored by the West Midlands Combined Authority. So it's fully funded by the West Midlands Combined Authority. Um, you know, and, um, you know, it's we're, we're going to be equipping 40 black women who are based in the West Midlands um, or who work in the West Midlands, but, you know, you, you just need to be, you know, be able to come to the West Midlands um, to become coders, to become software developers. And at the end of it, yeah. you know, we, we do have partner organizations, partner employee employers that we're working with. Exactly some exciting employers that we're working with. Um yeah. and then you'll be guaranteed a job um and you'll be paid over thirty K a year. You know, that's the, the, the threshold, the minimum threshold is thirty K. So um but who's this, you know, who's this for? I, I mean, I'm I'm talking really calmly, like it's not exciting news, but you know, <laughs> I'm actually excited. <laughs> no, you sound yeah. excited. I'm just, I'm just kind of going through the details. Yeah, wait for, wait, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, who's this for? It's essentially for um, black women who are just ready to change careers into the digital space. You, you know, you just you want to become, you want to start working in the tech space or the digital space. Um, you know, you want to switch careers, and you, you know, you, you're earning below that thirty k threshold. Um, you know, we would be rolling our information actually, you know, pretty pretty soon, pretty shortly after this will be released about how to apply. Um, if, if this is something of interest to you, um, we're expecting loads of applications, but there's only 40 spaces. So be sure to apply um, on the program. I am super excited. And yeah. what's more exciting, actually, is that this is a quarter of a million pound project. Which is yep. exciting for both um, us and ourselves and, you know, um, Coding Black Females. And we're just super excited to kind of see you guys, you know, succeed. So, yes. Yes. Exciting, exciting, exciting. Exciting stuff. And, you know, if you've made it this far into the episode and you're just like, okay, this sounds amazing. Tech, cool. But maybe it's just not for me. And I'm just interested in running my business and making sure I can stay afloat after this lockdown. Well, we have something for you too. Mm -hmm. On the 21st of April, we will be starting our Steady webinars. And Steady is a free four-part webinar that you can sign up to if you're looking for how to basically make your business thrive and how to understand the economy and your placement within that post COVID-19. And I know that many of us are probably in the same place where we're all just thinking, uh, how do I bounce back from this? Or if you're a hairstylist or if you're a service-based business, you're just thinking, how do I bounce back from this when 
people are scared to leave their houses and things like that. Well, we've got some amazing speakers. We've got some amazing sessions set up from you and they'll be set up for you and they will be starting on the 21st of april so make sure you go and check out the link in our bio if you like the sound of that it is completely free so make sure that you register if you are interested and yeah i feel like that's all for updates so far, yeah and um, be sure to sign up to the webinars and um, we are going to be having some amazing speakers um people like andy i am will be on on this lulu pierre from boho locks will be on the webinar we've got daniela genus um so you guys are in for a tree um and we 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 do not bring anything but excellent content and excellent information to you so come with your notepads and pens or you know digital notepads and pens um to receive over the two weeks um and it's going to be we're just going to need your attention on tuesday and thursday nights um 6 p.m to 8 p.m 6 p.m sorry to 8 p.m so yeah completely and i just have i mean we're getting close to our stop time so yeah we probably have to reel it in now we have to round it up um but i just wanted to encourage any of you out there that are listening that ultimately we are only four months into this year and things may have seemed like they were going to be amazing and now stuff has kind of stopped in its tracks and you're wondering how on earth you get out of something or just work things out the reality is we're only in the fourth month and there are 12 months in this year things can change oh my goodness things can change i mean technically you've had a break Um, from from the year already like no one can tell you (laughs) because of covid um Completely, yeah. It is. It is going to be tough, you know, over the next six months. I mean, as an economist, I'm just all, you know, I could be very pessimistic. I can sound very pessimistic Ah. because I can just see the reality. But that's not. It is the reality. reality. It is a reality. Yeah. 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 So the things can things, and when I say things can change, ultimately, your perspective is primary seeing things as opportunities, um, seeing this worldwide crisis or pandemic as an opportunity for whatever it is that you had in mind. And also just adjust because, you know, you might have had plans this year. It doesn't mean those things can't happen. Maybe you need to use a different type of technology. (laughs) Buzzword. Um, Maybe you need to use a different system or a different way of achieving your goals for this year so just consider that absolutely but yeah yeah um and also just be prepared about coming to our covid session and covid study session sorry um because the economy is not being pessimistic but just looking at the trend and stuff you know it is going to go on a downturn and we just want people to be as resilient as possible for it so yeah And the reality is that with uh, recessions, you have, it, it's, it's the reason we called this, uh, this webinar series steady is because things are likely to be unsteady. Um, so you can do yourself a favor by learning. I was going to say the tricks of the trade, but that doesn't sound right. By learning um, 
what that's not skills but learning how the economy mm. works learning how consumers work le- understanding trends and understanding how you can disrupt even on a small scale how you can also benefit not from crisis but you can also put yourself in, position yourself um for a positive outcome if that yeah. makes sense remember uber started during mm. a recession okay and the basketball was invented Think about during that. the recession as well also was exactly. a light bulb apparently so yeah mm, exactly so ponder on that airbnb also started during mm. a recession so I'm just going to leave that with you. We're going to leave that with you and not talking your ear too long. So what's yes. the work work for this episode? The work work is sign up for our steady webinars. Mm-hmm. Okay. You definitely want to make sure you secure your space um, on our steady webinars. Spaces are filling up quite quick, quickly. So make sure you save your seat. Uh, I believe that's it. Oh, also... If you're interested in changing career, if you're a black female and you know you need to get in on this tech industry, you know you have a problem, a solution that you're trying to solve and you need the skill set, then make sure you click the link in our bio again. There's more information coming about that. So, yes. Awesome. 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 All right, Thank you for joining in. This is the end. This is us saying goodbye and see you later. And hopefully, listen, you will not have to wait two months for the <laughs> next episode. Hopefully not six months again. Oh, Lord. We would, we would try and be regular, um, as, as um, what's it called, consistent as possible. Because, we, you know, we, we're meant to do this every two weeks. Um, so we would try and maintain that momentum. But please bear with us. And also, if you are finding value in this, you know, so encourage us that you're actually listening to this. Share, share with your friends, and uh, you know, mention you know hashtag World Cup Pod. Um, you know, when you are sharing the news on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, um, and also you know, send us a DM just to say you know I really enjoyed the World Cup Pod today. To so just keep us going, because you know we 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 have yeah. a lot to share. And there's a lot that we are learning, but if you know. Um, if, if we don't get feedback about it we're not going to know whether it's actually helping people <laughs> and you know exactly someone who, who really values who sees time equaling equaling currency um, we want to see a level of currency so please I encourage you to share with your friends and also give us feedback about what, how you've been finding the World Cup podcast yes and make sure you give us what four or five stars <laughs> yeah absolutely give us <laughs> however you feel it's man. five stars give us those yes. stars yes.